Welcome back to Synchronic Cinema, uh, brought to you by Dancing Fireman Pictures. I am your host, Case. This is episode 5 of the show, and today I'm excited to be joined by a very special filmmaker and friend, Nikki Houston. Uh, Nikki began a bulk of her impressive filmmaking career uh, in Chicago, exclusively shooting on film. She has directed such freeform narratives such as Goose Town and Numa. Nikki is about to share with the world her latest film, Cream Magic, and I'm here with Nikki right now to talk about her work. So, let's get into it. Cool. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'll tell everyone who's listening. Um, it, this is like the first time for the podcast that I'm actually doing it in person. So I've got Nikki next to me. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's also the first time that I'm doing the podcast where... Um, well, well, we'll talk about it. But but it's I'm, I'm, I'm hoping... To, you know try to try to shift it a little a little more but you know mainly the podcast was i've been advertising it as like interviewing musicians who also have a kind of a toe in the film world and kind of like film inf- influences their music and stuff but now i'm kind of trying to pull a reverse on this one <laughs> um, a little bit and you know i don't think it's it's my podcast i can interview who i want so but 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 here but like so I'll, I'll scratch that off before we get into anything but it's like when we okay the first time I ever met you was was in oh yeah it was <laughs> in Chicago and I had just I think I I, I I I don't know how I don't remember how long I was in Chicago but you like a few months. yeah it was like a few yeah it was like a few months and I had just gone to a record store and I ran into Martin Red from Suicide like just at the record store, and then I went to get dinner that night, and I and I met you, and you were in the cafeteria wearing a suicide, uh, jacket. yeah, jacket, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, and I was like, oh, that's cool. So that's how we met. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to have like a music connection to it a little Got bit. Got it. Okay, okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, does music influence? I mean, I'm sure it does. Like, obviously. Yeah. You know, like a little bit. Music, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, of course it does. Uh, I, like, started making films that were just, like, kind of videos of my friends to songs I was listening mm. to at the time. Um, just kind of, like, always had a camera with me and was, like, always recording my friends doing things, but, like, didn't really, under like, care about, like, narrative or doing anything like that. So, like, all of my, like first work is like just to like music, music yeah like little yeah, music yeah. videos and things like that um and like i i wouldn't say like music but like just sound design mm-hmm. in general is like probably my favorite part about making films yeah and that's the thing too it's not like you're like kind of just like a random person I'm like oh yeah it's like your it's like your work is like very it's very obvious how important you like you know even just look at like elvis and the new films yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's just obvious. That yeah. It, yeah. Mean, it means something to you. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, with Cream Magic, it's interesting because I wrote it and the, I mean, the whole film is music. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a musical. Yeah. Uh, but I wrote it like without thinking that at all. I was just like, oh yeah, it's like a kind of psycho thriller uh, not a thriller I don't mm-hmm. even know what genre dark comedy I don't I find it really funny <laughs> don't know if it comes yeah. across as like very humorous but I think it's a hoot um, I, yeah I think it's like your darkest thing but I'll, I'll we'll talk about it because <laughs> I want to go a little chronological yeah yeah um, uh, so like wait, wait, here let's take it back though okay. let's take it like re- like way back way, way back. back like when you were doing the music when you were got it so like when did you when did you start just like shooting stuff like, you were, like, how old were you? And, like, why, kind of? Yeah, I... God, how old was I? I started making films... I started doing stop motion. Mm-hmm. That's, like, how I got into making films. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. my... I had, like, one friend in my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, she's still, like, the only person I know. What's your hometown? San Clemente. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, right, right. So, yeah, I just didn't really, uh-huh. like, get along people there but my friend Bridget and I we were kind of just like these two oddballs so Bridget and I just like made all of these stop-motion music videos probably when we were like 11 mm-hmm. 11 to 13 ish mm-hmm. um and yeah I only did stop-motion like I, I I mean I didn't own a camera 
I just had, like, photo booth on my computer. Yeah. And so <laughs> the only way I could, like, think of making films was to make stop-motion films, even though I could have recorded videos. I just, it's just crazy how photo booth worked, like, so much so of much. us. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't even, like, really come from, like, a family that was into films. Like, okay. they weren't into films. So I honestly, I cannot remember how I really got into it. I think mm -hmm. I just, like, opened up photo booth one day and was like, this yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I'll make With stop motion. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I started doing that and then got a camera in high school and then just started, brought it everywhere. Just, like, started filming everything. Um, I guess also, like, I, I was doing, like, some child acting and, like, child modeling uh -huh. back in the day. So I was, like, like kind being of... on set. Was I was, yeah, I was, like, being... I was on set from, like, the age... Like a, like eight or nine mm -hmm. was like when I started like being on sets and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I mean, like yeah, the first set I was on was like a Spike Jones thing. Yeah, so that was like a crazy <laughs> experience. That was like really fun. Um, so I was like kind of always surrounded by it. And like my dad worked at Universal. He's a fireman, but he like worked on the lot at Universal. Uh -huh. So I was kind of like always around it. Yeah, but like wasn't like really told how to do it so I started in stop motion yeah um I mean do you remember do you remember when you were like on that set were you like that you were probably just like being a kid I was just being a kid yeah but it's like you weren't thinking like oh I want to like express myself this. like this one day yeah or maybe it's just like subconscious I think it was yeah a lot of subconscious because like I was like a very outgoing like loud kid mm -hmm. um and then like hit puberty and decided to not do that anymore. Um, be, be loud. Yeah, I just like got real quiet. Um, um, so yeah, I like... Yeah, puberty's like the introspective years. Totally, yeah. But I totally know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's like that's what, yeah. Totally yeah, like I... Discovering I your voice exactly, in that weird way. Yeah. Exactly, Like I had to take a train to get to school for mm -hmm. like an hour. So like it was like an hour of like solitude back and forth every day of like getting into music and like reading, like, starting to write, and, like, kind of journal things, and just, like, having this, like, time taken out of every day that was, like, I'm just sitting alone, like, by myself, watching, like, train window go by, which, like, honestly, I, I think the train, like, really got me into, like, the idea of, like, like a moving just, image. like, a moving image, because <laughs> yeah. um, it was just, like, was an the first film ever a train? <laughs> yeah, I think Probably. so. I think the first oh, movie like image the Great movie. Train, Robert. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Train movie, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> makes sense. Like yeah. it's like it's great to watch, and you just kind of get lost in it. And yeah, I don't know, like a mix of that, and I think just like being on set from a young age mm -hmm. kind of got me into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I yeah I got I used to be really outgoing in front of the camera uh -oh. <laughs> all the time and then used to be um and then just one day like really decided that I did not want to be in front of the camera like I was like I don't want to do this anymore mm -hmm. I like the joy I get filming my friends as opposed to like being filmed was like so much greater I was like god I just love watching people and then I got really into like watching people and like yeah. picking up weird things even in like my friend group and like finding like these patterns that like I could really only pick up if I was just like filming people for like mm -hmm. long periods of time and then yeah that was it yeah I, just, I couldn't go back from that mm -hmm. so you were you were in high school were you doing shorts and stuff yeah okay. yeah I went to like an arts okay high school right, thing. right right yeah didn't start doing film but then got more into it while I was there mm -hmm. um and then went into like the film program yeah yeah, there. yeah um so yeah, I was doing, I started, like, I did my first, like, short, short in, like, sophomore year of high school or something okay. like that. Yeah? Yeah. Are you pretty proud of it? Like, what, what like, have you seen it recently? Uh, <laughs> have I seen it? I have not seen it recently. Um, I'm, like, trying to think of, oh, it was so bad. It was really bad. I haven't seen it recently, but I don't need to. Um, yeah, it was just, like, a bad, like, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a prom night horror 
thing. Uh-huh. I was really into like making sc- like scary movies. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't yeah, into yeah. Watch- like I wasn't. I didn't watch scary movies, but I loved. Yeah, I was the same way. Them. Yeah, it was like making horror was almost like the easiest Easy. way to get into it yeah. for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I guess like beat beat for beat. It's like I, I don't know. I yeah, because it teaches you how to direct suspense. Or, I, I just, but yeah, I, I'm the same way. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, it just makes I was so sense. In, I, was, I was so into horror when I was a kid. Not so much, like, anymore, but... I mean, I still fucked with it a little bit. But like, yeah, you know. yeah, same. But it's definitely, like, not the kind of films... But there's always, like, a weird little, like... I don't know, strain in all of my movies that, like... Mm-hmm. This is just, like... You know, like, Numa had a, like, gore and, like, dead animal. Like, there's always yeah. a dead animal in, a, in one of my films or, like... Uh-huh. Just, like, kind of a wacky... The sense of death. Yeah, the sense of death is always there, yes. Um, so, I don't know, I guess it's, like, influenced that. But. Uh-huh. But it's, like, well, it's, I don't think I know anything, like, pre that you've done besides... I think Goose Town's, like, um, the earliest. Yeah. I can... I, I can... Yeah, that I mean, sounds like a good is that is that, like, where you want to be, like, that's where... It's, yeah. like, a new kind of error. That was... Like. Yeah. Goose Town was, like, the first film that I made first narrative short that I made yeah. that I uh, was, like, just fully on my own. Yeah. Um, like, I had done, like, a, a few experimental-type shorts mm-hmm. on my own, but Numa was definitely, or Goose Town yeah, yeah. was definitely, like, the first one. Like, it was, like, my friend's independent project, yeah. and I was supposed to write something for him, but just, like, did it, like, I just never got around to it because I was so busy with school. Yeah. And then he was like, it's due, like, next week. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, seen, I was reading, I think it was, I think I was reading that, like, Boom Vendors, not to be that person, but, like, I was no, like, no, I, let's do it. yeah, I was reading, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drop um, I was, like, reading his, like, I don't, oh my god, I want to say it's, like, his cinema stories uh-huh. book, uh-huh. Um, like, when he was, like, writing about films that he saw, and there was, like, one essay in it that was, like, about a phone booth, and then I got, like, re- I had, like, a very long train ride that night and got, like, really into this idea of a phone booth, and then originally was just going to shoot it myself, yeah. of me, like, making up this, like, fake, like, kind of, like, cold call, uh-huh. yeah. but, like, searching for, like, a lover, uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, do it in this very, like, telemarketer kind of way to see mm-hmm. how long I could keep someone on the phone for, um, and so I, like, was writing that idea, and then... My friend Jake was like, we need to make a film. And I was like, huh, that's, we could maybe do that. And then kind of worked with it for, because it was, I mean, I only had a week to do it. Um, So, like, I worked with that idea for, like, one more night and then came up with Goose Town because I had recently worked with that actress and I knew she had a baby. And then I realized that I wanted it to be more about this, like, mother-daughter relationship instead of, like, just like I'm, just, I don't want a movie about like lost love. It's like I, I'm sick of that. Like I don't want, I don't want to talk. I, I also just didn't want the movie to be like centered around like a like a male lost love. I don't. Yeah. Know. I was just like not into that yeah. idea. I don't want to do like some like groveling breakup story. Like yeah. it's just not the, what, not what, the mood. What, what, what's casting like? I mean, for you, like how? Because I, I mean, I you know, when you're watching a film, you don't know exactly like what her life story is mm-hmm. and her stuff so it's like how did you or just explain like how casting is for you because it's like that's pretty interesting that it's like that's you know more of like a real life kind of yeah yeah like did you cast her from a website or is like someone you like knew it was someone um caitlin that's my first name i don't remember her name it's caitlin <laughs> um i had worked with her she was an actress on one of my teacher's films Oh, okay. The summer prior, and uh, they had shot some scenes at my apartment, and I met her, and we just totally clicked, and she was awesome, and just yeah. like a fantastic actress. So I like really wanted. She just has these eyes that are like totally. so incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really wanted to use her in something. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like I do the same but thing. But I didn't like, know. Yeah. But I was like, I'm gonna. I have my back yeah, burner people. Exactly. Just like yeah, like, my my cold no calls. Big, yeah. yeah. <laughs> open that tab. So my open. my contacts on my phone are. When I actually do make them a, a contact and not just like a random phone number, like it's like 
Yeah. Britney, <laughs> blah, 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 from, like, the market. <laughs> yeah, like, it makes no sense. Totally, totally. Uh, yeah. But I remembered her <laughs> because I knew during the time of shooting she was pregnant mm-hmm. when we were shooting the other short. Mm-hmm. And Goose Town was, like, I don't know, like, seven months later. Yeah. And I, like, and she was, like, pregnant, you know. And so I was like, okay, she's probably had the baby by now. Um, and I needed a baby. And <laughs> it's always how it is. You always need a baby. You always need a child. Um, and like, you don't know, you know, I'm like, I was 20 years old when I made that. So I was okay, like, yeah, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I, I don't have a baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No one I know has a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just remembered her being like incredible. And so I was like, totally. damn, if this works, like mm-hmm. it will work. Yeah. Um, so I called her. It was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but, like, I was shot at my house a while ago, and, like, I know that you were pregnant. It's like, I don't want to sound creepy, but, like, I remember you being pregnant. <laughs> I'm just wondering, <laughs> I'm just wondering if, like, <laughs> you've had your baby. Um, and, like, if you're if you're free at any time this week. I was like, I have to shoot this week. I wrote the script yesterday. We're shooting, like, in three days. Yeah. I, we will come to you. We will do anything you need, but, like, is there any way you can be in this movie? And she was like, yeah, like, I, I would love to work with you. She was like, but I can't leave, like, my town. And she lives in Woodstock, Illinois, which is, like, wow. three to four hours from Chicago. Okay. Um, it was also, like, during finals week, too. <laughs> so I, like, took all my finals, like, in one day yeah. so I could have the rest of the week off. Yeah. And then, like, rented the phone booth and, like, drove out to Woodstock. And, like, mm-hmm. we didn't practice, we didn't prep anything, but we just had, like, a long phone call the day before shooting. Yeah. And she was just like, yeah, I mean, I, I love the script. And she was like, it, a lot of the pieces seem like something I would say to my baby, so I'm very comfortable <laughs> doing this because I agree with the character. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we just went into the shot. So, casting, I just got lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like with a three day deadline kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was like so. That was you. That was like was that around when you were graduating from school? That was a, I think a year before I graduated. Okay. Or the winter. That was the winter before I graduated. I graduated in the spring. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So it was winter twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know what I also wanted to talk to you about it was like before we moved because I want to hit kind of each film and stuff yeah. but like yeah. I also wanted to talk about just like because it's like me and Nikki met in film school in Chicago however <laughs> I, I I left that school pretty early my time there <laughs> um I don't know I kind of want to just talk about like what you think of like film film, film school. school yeah like you yeah. know I mean I have my own opinions on it I but I'd love to hear you <laughs> um I, I think you, what you did, like, and what I was, like, after I had left and I was, like, like continuing, like, looking at your work and stuff, it was, like, you, I, you really, I think, put, you know, your resources together and you did everything a film school was, like, kind of, like, yeah, you know, like, you were using, it. yeah, you, you milked, milked it. yeah, you milked it, like, and I, I never, I, I never got there. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, I mean, yeah. The, our school. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know. Columbia. Uh, but I give So like now you're done. You know. Yeah. Like what do you what do you think of film? Of film school. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not necessary. Okay. At all. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, I picked Columbia because they didn't own your work. Yeah. And you could shoot on film. Yeah, and that was yeah. basically yeah. like the only two things I was looking for yeah. in a school because I was really into shooting on film when I was graduating high school. Um, so I did like a CalArts camp where we shot on film, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Like this is wow! Like this is so cool! Like yeah. it just like solidified my love for the medium." And so I really wanted a school that was like, yeah, like that knew their shit on like how to shoot on sixteen. Yeah, um, and Columbia was that. I got, like, a, a pretty crazy scholarship, mm-hmm. so it, it felt worth it. Also, just the living cost of, like, mm-hmm. L.A. and Chicago, of yeah, saving yeah, yeah. money living in Chicago as opposed to L.A. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's worth it if you can somehow get into the school in a cheap way, mm-hmm. because I, I think I graduated with, like, 15 films or something. Like, something hmm. crazy oh. like that. Like, yeah. I, I had made, like, five narratives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shot, like, three things on film, and then I made a bunch of, like, little short Yeah, I think things. I hit four. 
I mean, you were there for like, <laughs> I was there for a year. So, yeah, like, fuck, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, yeah, like, I graduated a year early, so I, like, worked my ass off to, like, mm-hmm. graduate early to save a year of money mm-hmm. as well. Um, but, like, when I look at all the work that I made at school and, like, yeah. after graduating and making work on my own yeah, and self-funding all of that work, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way I would have been able to afford everything that I made at yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Like, the tuition mm-hmm. is, ends up being less than, like, what all of those films would have cost me if I self-funded them. Yeah. Um, and, like, having the equipment mm-hmm. and having, like, crews that were, like, ready, willing to work with you, I, I find it worth it there. Like, if you can somehow make a lot of work like, if I could go back, I would just do all independent study and just make all of my own uh-huh. work and not be in any classes because, like, you shouldn't go... Don't go to school for directing. Like, it doesn't yeah, really make yeah, any yeah, sense. Yeah. Like, it's not... <laughs> like, a DP, maybe. Like, learn a craft, I guess. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, I didn't learn <laughs> shit in directing class. Like, so, I don't think I made it. I think, I think I had directing class. Like, I knew my schedule before I decided to leave. Yeah. And it was, like, lighting and directing. Yeah. It was the stuff that, like... I still have trouble with I maybe I should have like but like the thing is like yeah um but like yeah but the classes didn't teach me how to direct uh, yeah yeah you know, they don't teach you how to do that you I had watch movies I had the, the thing with the thing with film school that was like really discouraging was like when I would scream things it would just I you know I worked really hard silence. on something silence. it was silence yeah silence. and I was like no like, no critique yeah there's no critique no or it was like oh uh, that was weird that was interesting yeah <laughs> So what's this about? Like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then there's oh, like, I feel exactly the same. Maybe, and it's like you get like you get like maybe thirty seconds to talk about what you had just done for a month of your life. Yeah, and then it's like your whole world. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like, like living in this world. <laughs> yeah, like, no sleep, like not like just going crazy over this like silly little thought you had in your head. That's like now you've created into a tangible thing, and like no one gives a shit. No, yeah. And like the whole point you're at school is like for people to give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Class, like yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't, I I wasn't nurtured. No, not at all. (laughs) I wasn't like the little flower that I wanted to be. No, and and you know I had teachers. I had teachers that were like, um, I remember one. You know, they, and then they were really discouraging, too. And I was like, why am I here? Like, why, not, it wasn't specific to me, but she's like, you know, uh, I think it was like a cinematography class. And she's like, you know, if you're, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, you'll, you'll be able to, to gaffer like a straight to DVD film. Yeah. Like, you know, it was just like constantly belittling. Like cynical, yeah. like, theater teachers that yeah, yeah, like, yeah. miss their shot and like yeah. want to tell you that you are also going to miss yours. They also have, like, I don't know, at least what I experienced was just, like, a very outdated idea of, like, the pipeline that, okay. like, gets you into, like, directing. Like, it's yeah. so it's so silly to me listening to, like, how to become a director. All these, like, old heads. And it's, yeah. like... The faculty was pretty old. Yeah, too. super old. And it yeah. was, like, be a PA, and then do this, and then do that. I'm, like, if you're a PA, you're gonna... You can be a PA. Like, you're, like... No, no one's gonna yeah. listen to you. Like you're not gonna somehow pitch your feature yeah. PA on like a movie set. Like mm-hmm. a, I, like I don't know. I just kind of learned that after PA, and I was like, this <laughs> is actually not has nothing to do with what I want to do. I don't want to be like a, an assistant on set. It's yeah, like, totally. Has nothing to do with directing. Yeah, and like I went to like something at the Gene Siskel where the the person talking was just like. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be a director, like, ma- like, go to work for a year, save some money, and then, like, go make your films. And they're like, that's the, Absolutely, only, that's yeah. the only way yeah. you'll be a director is if you can save money or no money or, like, yeah. just find a camera and, like, no. start making your own work. Yeah, the only way to be a director is just be, be a director. Be a director. Just, like, <laughs> just, like, just start making your own work. Exactly. You know, and that's what Chicago, I don't regret my time in Chicago. I regret the school, but, you know, I mean, it, it was still a pocket for me to, like, start making my early shorts, too, mm-hmm. which is, like... You know, I'm super thankful for that, but I don't really give the school any credit. Yeah, I don't. I don't give the school any credit for. <laughs> I feel like you know, if, if we wanted to make our own stuff, we were gonna do it anyway. Exactly. You know, like exactly, yeah. and like graduating, you kind of see who is making their own stuff. And yeah, like, yeah, who, yeah. Who stops? Yeah. And like, I I just really hated that they had this like one track idea of like how to get into the film industry that like didn't like it was only focused on like very commercial 
filmmaking, which like I just wasn't really into. And like like I made one film with like a like a little girl, and she thought her she was like an orphan, and she thought her mom was Annie Oakley, and she like has this like ghostly encounter uh-huh. with Annie Oakley, and like my teacher was just like, well, how did she get there? Like she drove a car. She's a ten year old. And I was like, I, don't. <laughs> I was like, that's not. Yeah. But he was like, you need to put the father. Also, film school sucks because I mean, I had one female teacher. I think my first semester, and then it was all. I was just in a room of men the whole time, so that was like a whole thing. Yeah, it was a very male-centric um, faculty there for sure. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if I had. I don't know if I had any, any female any teachers. teachers yeah, there. yeah. I, didn't, I had one, and she was great, but only for my first semester. But it's not even like I had not only had didn't have female teachers. I didn't have teachers who were like even. Film filmmakers, or like, yeah, or like even anyone doing like, anything. Anyone yeah. interested in anything? <laughs> yeah. like, it was so weird. Yeah, and like my teachers would be like, "Where's the, where's the father in this scenario? How did you?" Yeah, get there? and it's like and you I, weren't. Well, that's why I I switched. I, I went. I, I moved to back to LA and did uh, fine art because it was just more like I didn't want to talk about like logistics. I wanted yeah. to conceptualize everything and talk exactly. about, you know, it's yeah. like, why are we talking, like, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, well, how did this happen? Like, A, B, and C, and, like, I don't... I was like, like, that's not what the story's about. Yeah, or just, like, even writing a script so traditionally is, like, really strange to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. like, going to screenwriting class is something that, oh, like, never man. really I, made sense I totally, like, oh, man, I did take a screenwriting class there. I didn't there. take any, I don't know how the screenwriting <laughs> classes were there, but I was just like, oh, I, they were crazy. I cannot listen to, like, a three-act str- I don't know. When I pitched that I wanted to make a dialogue list film like yeah. I was writing Numa while I was at school yeah. and then like took all the dialogue out because I realized it was all like I don't know how to write dialogue yet. Same, dude, like, I'm, I'm, I, oh I my can't God, do it. I totally agree. I'm yeah. like I'm too young. I'm too afraid to write dialogue. I'm moving slowly to it but yeah. right now and I, I love I love the world without dialogue and I like that a lot but no I totally agree yeah. that it's like I don't want to rush that and it'll come naturally exactly. but like but, this like, next film I'm doing has more dialogue but it's like it's still more airy. Yeah. You know? And, like, I'm never tied to my dad. Like, I'm always fine with him. Yeah. Because I'm yeah, like, yeah. people understand. Like, you are the character. So if you want to say something, I'm not going to tell you no. Like, yeah. I, I'm a 20-year-old. Like, I'm not, I don't know yeah, what to yeah, tell yeah. you. Um, yeah. I, I mean, most of my films up until Cream Magic have been with children. Because, like, I still don't really know how to, like, make a film for, like, an adult. I'm like, I'm not an adult. Like, I, <laughs> how am I supposed to write these, like, authentic experiences mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless it's, like, you know, an Elvis impersonator. Like, some kind of whimsical thing. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. how can I write, like, a real, like, like adult experience? Like, I am not there <laughs> Well, yeah, yet. I mean, you shouldn't. And I shouldn't. Yeah, to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, you know, I'm finally getting past using 10-year-olds. Like, all of my <laughs> narrative films are, with like, from the perspective yeah. of, like, someone under the age of 10. Totally, totally. Because I'm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. got that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I remember that one. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> that one uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I just had such a hard time at school. I mean, I took the, like, experimental film class. Like, I mean, we only have two yeah, of them, and yeah, I took yeah. both of them twice. Yeah. Because, I mean, I still didn't get any critique, but at least, like, the no. students in there were kind of watching more similar films, and, like, right. I don't know. I was, it was just somewhere where I wasn't going to be, like, berated with, like, th- like the three-act structure. Yeah, was, no, like, the experimental, I, that was the one class I took there that I was like, oh, how do I... How do I make this class all my classes? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So exactly. That, and I, that's why I left. Yeah, like my, my last semester, that's like the only film class I was yeah. in. Because I was just like, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I did our practicum and had the faculty like control my film, and it was so I've just gotten so many fights. Like I'm getting fights with teachers, which like they yeah. thought was like a cute thing that I would do, but it was just like, like maddening to be there. Because I was like, I'm trying so hard to like, make work that I find interesting and then I show it and I don't even get like a critique from my professor it's yeah like I there there is nothing like I, I just got nothing from yeah from it. but the students great like the crews were great uh they're like my crews now and like yeah that's great yeah that, I, that I'm I'm like jealous of that in a way I never I don't know well it's okay but I feel like for for you that that's that's great. Like you, yeah. You that was your what you were able to take away from it, and then it's like yeah. And you're still working with this same people. Same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. like that, yeah. That was really important because I mean I would feel pretty lost trying to find crew in LA. It's really difficult. I feel like 
even though everyone's in making movies, it's like very hard to find someone that will be on your movie. Um, yeah, unless, yeah, at least totally. Uh, yeah, no, it is. Like it's even Numa, like, <laughs> yeah, it's impossible. Like I didn't even I a lot of the crew I didn't know until I mean that crew was like changing. I mean you were on my crew for that uh-huh. for like an hour. Like oh yeah, let's crew, talk about Numa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Numa. Sorry, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, but, <laughs> but um. So Numa happened like you right when you graduated, right a little yeah. bit like. Yeah. On the timeline? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I... Sorry, I kind of talk in <laughs> tangents, so I apologize for that. Um, yeah, I graduated, kind of fake graduated, uh-huh. spring of 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing, like, a semester in L.A. thing, which is, like, the biggest... I've never mm-hmm. hated school. Like, I love school, but, like, God, I've never hated school more than uh-huh. that semester in L.A. It was awful. It was, mm-hmm. like, for producing TV, and I was losing my oh, I know, mind. Yeah. Uh, I was losing my mind. And, but I was making Numa at the same time. Yeah. Because um, I, like, had got a grant that, I mean, it wasn't even, it was, like, a $500 grant or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the film had to be done by a certain point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at least shot mm-hmm. to, like, get the money mm-hmm. uh, and to not have to, like, pay them back. So I was, like, working on that um, and, like, was just missing, like, just was missing all my classes. And that was another funny thing about, like, Columbia. I told my teachers, I was like, I want to be a director. I am currently working on this film. I'm making this film. I found, <laughs> I'm funding it. Like, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be a TV student. Yeah. And I have this thing that's actually what I want to do. Yeah. I'm going to be missing some class in order to, like, do certain things for it. And, like, you know, I was getting in trouble, like, left and right. And I was like... This makes no sense. Like I'm, I'm finally doing the <laughs> when thing you're trying I want to, do, to do. Yeah, you think like going to film school and being a yeah. filmmaker is pretty straightforward. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and instead I'm getting in trouble because I didn't take a pop quiz on like varieties. <laughs> yeah, like, I take, top like, ten articles tonight. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is absolutely insane. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But my producer was in the in the semester with me, so we kind of just like bonded together, oh, Annie oh. and I, and we were both just like, this is so stupid. This curriculum makes no sense. Yeah, and we just like teaching class mm-hmm. and like it's just what we had to do um was that the birth of wait so that is this how new, new was born yeah okay, okay yeah um so, so yeah. you were still in school when you were writing writing it right? yeah like i had walked and graduated yeah i was still in school when yeah, i wrote yeah, it yeah, i wrote yeah. it for a grant competition okay. thing that i didn't get but then i still wanted to make yeah, well, it i remember when you yeah i haven't asked you this but i remember when you were trying to get funding for the film you you made a whole video for it that, yeah what is that okay it so, never shows up even in the film no <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. uh different actors is um, it? yeah i haven't i haven't watched it in a while but yeah, yeah okay. i so originally you might have taken many turns totally originally yeah. it was just a music piece uh-huh. again uh-huh. uh the song el muchacho de los ojos tristes by jeanette <laughs> I got really into that song cool. uh, after watching Korea Cuervos uh-huh. and uh, like Anna, I can't remember her last name, but there's, she's just like this incredible child actress and she dances to Porqué de Boss okay. throughout the movie and yeah, it's yeah. just like, it stuck with me. <laughs> and then I got really into Jeanette's music and listened to this song and for some reason in my head, I just had like, I just wanted to, I really was missing LA and I like wanted this film to just be going through these out like kind of old pastel. Wait, did you alleys of did LA. you shoot that early spot? In, was that in Chicago? That's in Chicago. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was originally just like the song, and like we show up on this girl dancing in front of the truck, and we just see the dead animal. Yeah. And like that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but then I wrote it into like a longer thing, and then was gonna shoot it in Chicago my last summer mm-hmm. living there, mm-hmm. uh, and then I had Sophie Thatcher on it. And, um, like, some of my friends, Tommy, my friend Tommy Garrett was going to shoot it, and, like, I had a small crew, and, um, yeah, we were just going to shoot at this, like, old motel. It originally took place at a motel uh, with, like, an older actress, and, yeah, we were just going to shoot it in Chicago, but timelines got fucked up, money got messed up, and, like, I couldn't, I didn't have time, because I was also, like, leaving, like, I was moving so it, it just kind of all became too much, so I, like, couldn't shoot it while I was there. Then I was, like, actually, like, 
I wanted to shoot this in LA originally, so it makes more sense. Yeah. Um, so then I found like a little crew out here and started prepping to shoot it once I moved. Um, yeah. So that's that's like where that teaser came from. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It started off as that, and we were also gonna do it to that a different song, but then I couldn't get the rights for it. But then I like my friend Letty did the music for it, and she's fantastic. And it yeah, it turned out. Yeah, it just worked better shooting it here than in Chicago. Okay, cool. Like, you want to talk about, like, I mean, I don't know how you, your overall feeling feelings of, of the final film. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what do you... Because it was, like, pure chaos. Yeah. Sure. In a way, that was, like, when I, I you know, I think I came on set... You were on the, the last la- The last day, and it was just, like... Not in, like, a negative way, but it was, like, you could feel it in the air. Yeah. I was, like, oh, man, like, all the crew members were, like, this is, like, the fourth place we've tried to. I don't know. And there was a bunch of different yeah, things, it, and you were just very stressed. Yeah, it was really, <laughs> well, yeah, so we had gotten this liquor store right like, down yeah, the street yeah, yeah. from my house. Um, the dude signed it, said he owned the place. We were fine to shoot there. We, like, go a couple hours before shooting to, like, mm-hmm. prep it. And, of course, the real owner just happens to be there. Yeah. Um, and was like, are you guys filming? What is this? <laughs> right. I, yeah. And I remember this, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, like, we had, like, a cop coming. Like, we had to get permits. Mm. Like, we, we did the whole fucking thing, you know? I spent, like, $1,000 on a cop <laughs> that wouldn't give Jesus. me my money back. Oh my God. Um, and, yeah, so it, the, the location got, like, pulled out from under us, like, two hours before shooting. And it was yeah, the yeah, last yeah. scene. I was also, like, in the middle of like, getting yelled at by the mom of the daughter and, like, with my actress. And it was just, like, a whole... It was it was stressful. And I was, like, look... I, like, I had no choice but to find a new... It was, like, one of the most important scenes of the movie. Like, it had to be... Totally, totally. It had yeah. to be shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was, like, the climax of the movie, so it yeah. had to be shot. Um, and I only had insurance for that weekend, and I only had everyone there for that weekend. So I was, like, this is... Okay, we've got to... we got to figure this out um so yeah then we ended up shooting it in the uh driveway of my house which worked out thankfully I lived in a cul-de-sac so it like looked it worked yeah um no, and totally I think works. it actually ends up working better I mean the liquor store would have like looked beautiful but I yeah. think it's circling around this like it was fine house was totally fine. for yeah. the whole film yeah, made yeah. sense yeah but yeah I mean it was chaotic I was like meeting new crew members like mm-hmm. every hour like mm-hmm. we, our crew was constantly switching because like I pay anybody so it was like the people were leaving and then yeah, yeah. someone else would and it would be like this is this person they're here now and they yeah. have to leave at this time yeah so i just like didn't know who my crew was and like i mean yeah just so so many things went wrong but very thankful for that because i've just like learned a lot from it and i mean i like the movie i don't it doesn't feel like something i would ever make again um but why I don't know. It it just doesn't really feel authentic to me. Maybe that's I don't know. Like you mean you've just changed a lot. I've just changed a lot. I mean, I think COVID also like has changed has like threw. I feel like all of our minds like ten years in advance. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I agree. agree. And also like all of the because I was editing it. Which was, that was pre-COVID, right? Yeah, that's totally pre-COVID. I shot pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, yeah, of course. But then it was yeah. really busy. Yeah. So I couldn't afford to get the film scanned until January. Like, we finished in November, and I yeah. blew all my money shooting it. Couldn't afford to get it scanned. Mm-hmm. So I just had the negatives mm-hmm. until January. Yeah, And then finally got it scanned yeah. in, like, February. Yeah. And started editing it, and then COVID happened. So that, I, like, stopped it. I got really sad, you know? Like, I stopped editing totally. for a while. Um, and then got back into it, and then all the protests were happening, and I, I don't know, like, it just felt weird making this film that was, like, personal, about, like, a little girl and all these things, and she she just, like, didn't look, not that you have to, like, make films that are, like, similar to you as a person, but, like, it just felt weird, like, editing this little girl story that was, like, blonde eye, like, blonde hair, blue-eyed, mm. like, white girl I mean you know I'm mixed so sure, sure. And I can't like claim all of that for myself but like I don't know it just felt really weird I was like yeah I wanted this to feel more personal 
and instead it, it really just feels like her story and it doesn't really feel like mm-hmm. me um besides like the desert and the 16 and the truck <laughs> it's and still like you i mean it's no, like, it's like you, it is. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. like i i love how it feels yeah how it flows yeah i like that there's no dialogue i love not using dialogue and like that was kind of the first film where i really tried doing that and yeah like i think it works i i mean I've also just realized all yeah. the different, like, interpretations, which that's probably what I've enjoyed most about Numa is just, like, hearing what people think it's about. Because mm. when they're just, like, left... It's kind of like working with kids and then, like, <laughs> asking them what they think the script is about. Yeah. And you get, like, this really crazy answer that's, yeah. like, kind of, like, about what their home life is. And then, like, when I ask people what they think Numa's about and I know, like, if it's people that are close to me and they tell me what it's about, I can kind of, like pick up on things that they've put into the film, which I've found really interesting working with less dialogue is that, like, people bring so much more to it to try and understand it. Yeah. And then, like, come up with these really crazy ideas that are, like, much deeper than, like, probably what I... Like, my yeah, friend totally. Sam yeah, yeah, yeah. saw it and was like, oh, the house is, like, her memories and it's her, <laughs> like, kind of going through these different points in her life that happened in this place... And she's, like, kind of attached to this house, and the mom is, like, a ghost of this house. And, you know, like, I didn't think of that because I just lost my location and <laughs> had to shoot it at the house. Mm-hmm. But then when she told me that, I was, like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, like, let's that just actually, keep it going. <laughs> I was, like, that's what it's about. I was, like, I, I like that. I uh-huh. mean, it wasn't far off from what it was about. Yeah. But, like, it really, I was, like, yeah, I... I was so caught up in like just making the film that I kind of forgot that and then hearing people's interpretations of it I was like oh that's really interesting because everyone like yeah. brought something of themselves to the film okay which I, I find know, interesting because yeah. I'm like the people themselves are interesting to hear like what their backstories were like with their mothers okay so you're talking about with Numa how um like it wasn't like your story in a way. Like, you were, like, saying it was, like, a blonde, yeah. blue-eyed, but it's, like, with the new the new film... The cream, new film is super personal. Yeah, dude, I mean, it's, like, it's totally cre- cream magic. Am I pronouncing it cream right? Cream magic. Cream magic? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, because the fonts make it, like... Yeah, 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 it's also spelled differently. <laughs> okay, that's why, that's why. Yeah. That's why. Okay, cream magic. Nikki's new film, coming out soon-ish. DVD. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What, so wait, how are you cool with me, like, yeah, talking yeah. about the oh, specifics of the film? Okay, okay, okay cool. Yeah. Um, I'll let you know if there's any, I mean, I'm, sure. I, don't, I don't mind. Okay. Um, so with, with Cream Magic, like, it's everything, was it, was it like a response to me? I, I think every film we kind of make always, is always a response to the last one in this weird way, because it's yeah. like, you know, that's just... I agree, yeah, like, I totally agree with that. But for, for that instance, is it like, because... Now you're doing a film about race, and you're using your brother, <laughs> you know, who, who's like your DNA. Yeah. So yeah. it's like <laughs> it's pretty close to home. Yeah, it's like it's a like way. It is, it you is know, it's more. Yeah. yeah. Do you like how how did the, how did the beginnings of that film get get birthed? Yeah. So it happened. Did during... you were you thinking about it during Numa? No. Oh, okay. Not okay. at all. Uh, I. I kind of write all my scripts in, like, a night. Like, oh, wow. Numa I wrote in, a, in an afternoon. Wow. Because it was due the next day. <laughs> yeah. Like, a project was due the next day. <laughs> totally, so I wrote totally. It in yeah. Day. Uh-huh. And then Cream Magic I also wrote in a night. Like, it it happens very fast. And uh-huh. then it's like, I'd rather like it, and I want to make it immediately, or I don't like it. Yeah. And then it's done. Like, I don't really, like, yeah. go back and edit things for a really long time. Like, the Cream Magic script... Besides locations, the like the meat of the script didn't change at all from like the first draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had moved back into my parents' house during COVID. My brother was living there too. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're both super into like country western uh-huh. Elvis lore. Uh-huh. Um, and we were like, we both kind of go through different phases. Mm-hmm. Like we're both both very much like get into a phase. My brother more so than me, but like. We were really deep in this, like, Elvis hole, and just, like, we were just watching his move. Like, we just got so into him, 
and you're so bored. You're just driving around San Clemente every day, like stuck with our, like you're just so bored. We didn't know what to do. Um, so we like started thinking of like movie ideas because I was like, I want to make a new thing and I don't know what it should be. And then it, it originally started as like a, I wanted to do this like gigolo film of like <laughs> uh-huh. this guy that impersonates different celebrities as like his gigolo uh-huh. character. Uh-huh. And, like, goes, like, these women, like, request this, like, person, you know, and then yeah. he goes to their house, like, as that person. Wow. Um, which, you know, I might still do, who knows? Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, but then I got really into the, like, Elvis, and Chris, I was like, they're all going to want Elvis. Like, all of these, like, OC housewives are going to all want, <laughs> yeah. like, the fucking king the to king, show up yeah, at their yeah. door. Yeah. Um, so I was like, it has to be Elvis. And then I was like, okay, Elvis, gigolo impersonator, and then... Like, and then all the, the protests started happening, yeah. and, like, that just became such a big part of last year that I was, like, I, this just feels, it's having, like, a lot of race tension mm-hmm. within the home, mm-hmm. um, like, the mixed race experience, mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Uh, it was just, it was, like, very tense in my house, and my brother and I would, like, leave and kind of have these, like, fun yeah. moments of, like, making up these characters. yeah. Um, and then, like, as I kind of just started analyzing, like, mixed, being mixed, and, like, who my idols are, and, like, who my brother's idols are, and these phases that we get into, and, like, all these different things, I was, like, it's so interesting, like, every, like, every phase that, like, we were in at the moment was, like, you know, like, a country phase. It was, like, all, like, white idols, and then we got into Elvis, and I was, like, he's, like, the king of white idols, but, like, everything he's taken has been from a black person. Like, yeah. everything. Like, yeah. his entire style is, like, ripped off. And so I just, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is, like, now we're getting interesting because, oh, like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just, like, thinking of just, like, racial tension and then thinking of, like, because I wanted my brother to be this character when it was still, like, this jiggle of idea, but I was like, how interesting, like, a mixed-race kid dressing up as a white dude that's impersonating a black culture i was like that's (laughs) totally kind of crazy yeah yeah yeah. like yeah for like this kid to like imagine himself as this like fucking white god Mm -hmm. like which is actually where like magic is from like magic is uh like an african goddess of light like white light um and so i started like researching that and then and then i was like well then just the idea of like this kid dressed up as elvis like, covered in white face paint. Like, I was like, how fucking creepy would that be? <laughs> and yeah. also just, like, I don't know. Well, I just, character's obviously going through something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. But. Um, but I just, but then I just started thinking about, like, my brother and I and, like, the people that we've looked up to. And, like, I was, like, I grew up with, like, funk and jazz being, like, the fucking shit. Like, that is all we listened to in my house. And, like, my dad yeah. was, like, very into that. And, like, that's, like, how I grew up, and so I was, like, it's really interesting that, like, growing up in this way, that, like, a lot of my brother's idols have become, like, all of these, like, white musicians, and all these, like, whereas, like, I've kind of fallen more into the, like, funk soul pit. Okay. She's kind of done a different, more, like, rock thing. Not that those are, like, exclusive to each other, but... Yeah, I remember your brother, and I knew your brother before I knew you, just kind of, like, a high school, yeah, 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 psychic TV stuff. Yep, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, so I was just like, that's interesting that, like, you know, my brother and I look like twins, yeah. but, like, we identify differently. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's just... I just got really into that idea, and then moved out of my parents' house in August, and, like, wrote, wrote Cream Magic in August in, like, a night. Because I just suddenly, like, had this idea of, like, Elvis impersonator drives into town for, like, a show. Or, you know, I mean, yeah. I figured it out as I was writing it. Like, I don't write treatments or, like, edit. Like, I don't write notes. I just mm-hmm. start writing and mm-hmm. hopefully it, like, finishes itself nicely. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just started writing it and then was like, oh, he could paint himself white or it could be lightning cream. And I got into a huge hole of lightning cream, which mm-hmm. actually, like, I can't. Like, lightning cream makes my, like, it makes me, like, like my, my skin crawl. Like, like, it, like, what is that? It's, lightning it, cream? Yeah, like, skin lightning cream. Oh, lightning. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That was a brand. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> yeah, just, like, yeah, the yeah. idea of skin. Oh, yeah, 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 sure, cream sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like, 
the way it's advertised mm-hmm. is really interesting. And then I just started looking at advertisements like way more. Like I saw this really strange like body wash mm-hmm. advertisement that like oh, I can't remember who the actress was. It's a black actress um, that was like advertising it, and it was so weird. The like ad itself, she was like peeking out of a shower, like a glass shower, but like this part of her face, just like one eye and like a cheek, was like her actual skin color. But then the majority of her, like ninety percent of her body, was like behind this glass, like it's yeah. glass was behind yeah. this glass door, and it was like ten shades paler. And it was, like, advertising, like, body lotion that's, like, and the catch line was, like, like, to be perfect, like, to get to this level of perfection. And I was, like, why did they lighten her skin, like, ten shades on, like, a glass door? Like, Mm -hmm. that, and I just started noticing that, like, there's so many ads that do that. And it was, like, it was really similar to the ad that I wanted to make for the opening of the movie, too. So I was just, like, this is really... I don't know, and then it, it, it just all kind of came together, and I mean, I'm just a huge Elvis fan, so, like, just <laughs> yeah. making an Elvis impersonator film was, like, I love impersonators. Yeah. I find them so interesting. I yeah, feel like. I mean, it's just, like, with that film, like, it's, it's, like, not like you were, not, not like it was before, but it's, like, it's so, it, it feels so you in this, like, <laughs> in this, like, very intense way that's, like, it, it's, it's exciting, it's exciting, you know, like, yeah, yeah like, thank you. you know, um, but it is, you were saying that you thought it was, you think it's funny? Um, which I think could probably only come, come from the person who, who you know, made it. Yeah, <laughs> um, probably. Yeah. It is, I mean, it is funny. It is, for sure, but it's like, there's a lot. I mean, it's loaded, man. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like a loaded film, and it is pretty terrifying. And, um, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's for the times, man. Yeah, I think like <laughs> I think like some of the comedic part is also just because it is my brother. And I'm like, sure, that's funny too. Yeah, but even uh, the way he was living oh, is yeah. pretty terrifying, and the way that he, you know, is just like real obsession. Yeah. With something that he could he could never be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I, I, <laughs> like our identities. You know, it's deep, it's deep shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Impersonators are wild mm-hmm. like getting close with impersonators is like a it's really interesting especially elvis impersonators because they're always older yeah like i've met younger impersonators and i that maybe makes more i don't know maybe it doesn't make more sense but like to be like a you know middle-aged man that like gets up and puts on these costumes I, it's just such a crazy world I, yeah. to just like be this different person which i guess is like acting too but but it's, it's so different it's, it's so, so melancholy different. too it's so, so melancholy because it's yeah. like it's like you are you wake up every morning and you're not being yourself yeah so what does that say about you i, I don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah. i don't know people really aren't happy with themselves i think that was the kind of bottom line of the film to me from yeah. anyways like people really aren't happy, aren't happy with themselves yeah they have to put on this show and, and the only way for like this character to be happy with themselves is to like perfect being somebody else yeah to like this like state of obsession that he gets to yeah 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 the the (laughs) ending is pretty bleak um even though it like which i also think like ending with like an elvis song and like a wink and like like a nod to the audience Mm -hmm. like i i just love breaking the fourth wall in that and Mm -hmm. just being like hey like you've been watching this the whole time and yeah. like thinking your thoughts about this character, and now he's like calling you out for it. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like he's fine. Like he's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I. Yeah. I don't know. It was just like a funny, not funny way for me to end it, but just like also just like a nod back to like Elvis Kitsch and like mm-hmm. just seeing Elvis in a movie is so funny. Like, because it's just Elvis, but you know he plays all these characters in in all of his yeah. movies. But it's, like, the whole time we're just watching Elvis, and, like, that's the only reason why we're there. So, mm-hmm. like, I feel the same way with Cream Magic. is like, <laughs> the only reason we're there is to watch Elvis. Mm-hmm. But then as we watch this person being Elvis, it, like, a different film comes out of it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, also, like, I mean, you're, there, there aren't, I mean, like, shooting, when I say film, I mean, like, shooting on film. Like, mm-hmm. there's not, like, a lot of people who... Are, are doing it in a way that's like they're really kind of making also like these like kind of 
like liquid narrative sort of films the way that you are um because like literally because like i mean you know film is it's expensive and it's like hard to work with but it's like <laughs> you persist so it's like why like why, like why is it so important for you i want to shoot on film so badly but i just kind of give given up you know <laughs> in a way that's just like it's so expensive like so yeah. it must mean a lot to you I think, like, what you just said is, like, one of the reasons why I try so hard to shoot on film is, like, it is so expensive, and then, like, you want to give up. Um, <laughs> but, like, for me, like, Cream Magic, I mean, I do a lot of, like, I mean, I don't find Cream Magic to be, like, a 70s or 60s or 90s piece or anything like no, that. Yeah, totally, totally. But, like, when you are calling back to, like, a character that was like born in an era of like yeah. analog and, and all of Elvis's movies are on film and yeah. all of that like it's somewhat like paying an homage to it but also like I just fucking love film yeah like, yeah I yeah. Love I, yeah I love I it love too yeah. shooting on it I love like the discipline that comes with it I love crews that know how to shoot on film because mm-hmm. like they just run really smooth um, I'm like so in awe by it like it just knows so much more than I do and like <laughs> Every time I shoot, I'm yeah. just like, fuck, I hope it comes back. I mean, it's, it's also a, ter- it's a terrifying it's shoot on film, it's too. Terrifying. It's a whole added stress that you're putting on yourself. Yeah. You know? But it, when it comes to, like, shooting my own... I mean, since moving back... For the past two years, I've only shot on film. Yeah, yeah. I haven't shot any digital. Yeah. And Wait, was Goose Town on digital? Goose like Town 16. Oh, okay. okay. It's, like, super grainy. Right, right, right. right. right, right, right. Yeah, I knew it was super 16. Yeah, so all of yeah. the, the big ones. The, yeah, all the big ones. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all, they're all on 16. And, yeah, I mean, I just feel like, well, 16 is my favorite format, like over 35 or like anything like that. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's so interesting. It's like so milky and beautiful. And just the color. It's just so gorgeous. Like it's, yeah. Like it blows my mind how beautiful it is. And like just not knowing what you're going to get. Like knowing a little bit what you're going to get back, but like like Cree Magic, I didn't have a monitor, totally. Yeah. So I had no, you know, I yeah, had an idea, yeah. and yeah. I like John is an incredible DP, like so incredible to work with, such a good friend, such a great DP, um, and so, and I just had like full trust in him mm-hmm. that I was like, you understand what this. We've talked enough that like I mean I can't watch the shot, but I know that you understand it, mm-hmm. um, and like. Yeah, I just, I just love sixteen, and, and if it's a, if it's my movie, like with my name funded by me, like I'm, gonna, it's gonna be on sixteen, like it or some okay, type yeah. of film. From That's now to the to end of time. I'm not gonna. Think? I mean, no, I mean, I'd love to try like thirty five or something. <laughs> no, no, but, but always like, on film. Always on film. I mean, God, I would you love have to. to. You have to. Yeah, I would love yeah, to. Yeah. That's if it's if it's my own yeah thing. I forgot. I would love to keep it on film. Yeah, yeah. I forgot who. Who said this? It's like <laughs> some famous director or something. Um, but it, I, the quote stays with me all the time, but I don't remember who said it. But they're like, you know, if you're like out in the desert and you're shooting uh, like a cowboy on film and it comes back and it looks like you're, sh- you're in the desert shooting a cowboy on film. But if you shoot it on digital, it looks like you're, it looks like a man in a cowboy costume pretending that he's that character <laughs> you I, know and it's I, like I, yeah and i'm so i just so jealous of that look but it's fuck, yeah it's really expensive <laughs> yeah. It is. yeah and i like but it's such an art it's such a just such I, a real I, art you know i like, cut my corners when i can mm-hmm. you know i'm still using my student email like, yeah totally. to order from COVID. like i get my discount like i use my student i will use my student id i probably should disclose this but mm-hmm. i will use my student id to the day I do not look like my student ID <laughs> to get any discount yeah. that I can. Uh-huh. I very much do that. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, pick up short ends when I can't. Like, mm-hmm. just, it's just, like, it's so important to me, like, shooting on film and keeping film alive. Like, when Kodak was, like, going bankrupt and shit. It's like, how are we letting, how are we letting <laughs> film die? Like, totally, yeah. It's so crazy to me. Like, yeah. that's what the, that is the only thing that is like exclusive to filmmaking mm-hmm. like digital is mm-hmm. not exclusive like yeah. sound music like every set design every other aspect of like what goes into a film is like not exclusive to filmmaking but like motion picture film yeah. is like yeah, is yeah, yeah. it is like, that, that's, a, that's the only thing that's like how this was birthed it's the only thing yeah, and i'm like yeah. if, if that goes away god <laughs> i don't want to be here for that yeah like, 
That's so. That makes me so sad. Yeah. So, like, like Columbia discontinuing shooting on film, like. Yeah. To not have that experience, to like kind of learn discipline. I mean, it's helped me like become a better director. To get less takes, you don't wear out your actors. Yeah. As easily. Because yeah, every shot like every really shot counts. Like every shot, I'm the I'm the exact opposite way. I just go into it like chaos. You know, get everything kind of images coming from all directions. Just yeah. Like, yeah. And I'll worry about it later. But it's like you know, there's really there's such an art to what you do. It's just like it it's all set up and it's got to be. Yeah. Like, I mean, you just it's you know finite amount of feet yeah yeah yeah. so like you know and you can't afford more so yeah yeah yeah. like that's that's it so and i i usually edit my own work too so that helps a lot with shooting on film and not like overshooting because i know how i'm gonna edit it yeah um which helps but yeah it's expensive but i i would just not make the film if i (laughs) really you wouldn't I wouldn't have made Cream Magic. I mean, if Cream Magic, I think, would have also worked really well on tape. Yeah. But not digital. Digital, mm-hmm. I'm just not, I just, it doesn't, I'm just not inspired by it. Not to be, like, pretentious. No, totally. I'm totally, just, like, yeah. it just doesn't inspire me, like, yeah. at, at all. I don't, there's no, there's no suspense with it. Like, as much as I hate waiting, like, I, I use this scanner out in Colorado, so before I even see my, like, I get my negatives back. Yeah. Obviously, I don't open them up. Yeah, yeah. I just immediately ship them, which yeah. is, like, the most terrifying, like, week of waiting. Because, right, because like, they get to Anything could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, that's my whole, you know, I just, yeah. like, shipped thousands of dollars out to them. It's, yeah. like, terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably not going to do that again. But <laughs> I did that for this one, mm-hmm. and, like, and for Numa and some other work that I've done on film. And, like, as much as it's, like, so terrifying yeah. waiting to get it back. Yeah, yeah. It... It also just like feels really good because you're like waiting for this thing. You made. like there's a there's like a suspense to it. Yeah. There's like a, a deeper weight mm-hmm. to it, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that like when I when you do get the footage back and it is exposed correctly and it is in focus or it's not in focus and like you know or something looks weird or like something didn't work right. It's like I, I don't know. It's just like this feeling of like you couldn't predict it. Yeah. And it's like really special. Like it's like watching your dailies for the first time, especially when you don't have a monitor on set. It's like when I watched the Cream Magic dailies, it was like the first time I had seen any of the shots. So yeah. it was just like, whoa. Like, yeah. And also just like, I just really, I work with crews that I really, really trust. And like, I really, really trusted John and Paige and yeah. Earl and yeah. my whole camera Shout lighting out. team. Shout What's out. Up? <laughs> um, <laughs> And I just really fucking trusted them. Yeah. And, like, maybe I had a shot in mind that maybe wasn't exactly what the shot ended up being. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I see where, like, John came in and framed this, like, beautiful thing. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, damn, yeah. I didn't even know that that was happening. But you, like, captured something that my brain would not have figured out. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I just, I just, I just fucking love it. I yeah. Just, like, well, yeah, it's like, now, now that you're, you know, now you're saying this, it's like I'm realizing how more, how more important a crew is like when you're shooting on film as opposed as opposed to, to digital because it's just like yeah you get second eyes on stuff and you don't have to like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i hate video village like i hate <laughs> yeah. it i don't i don't like watching it i don't like uh-huh like with cream magic like you know we have that like minute and a half long mm-hmm. like musical walk through shot through the entire thing yeah and like like, there's, like, five of us walking behind the camera just, like, watching. Like, I'm just, like, running behind John yeah. while, like, my brother's doing this, like, entire musical number. And, like, I'm not thinking about the shot because I know that, like, John is thinking about the shot. And I was just, like, very much watching the performance and, like, knew what to give no- Like, that one took, like, eight takes or something because it was just a really crazy shot to yeah. get. Yeah, yeah, um, But, like... Yeah, that was, like, the... Yeah, yeah it's like this big one. one. It's a big one. Um, yeah, and like I could just give actual like acting notes, like mm-hmm. whereas like you know I would normally just be like sitting at Video Village and like looking more at the shot. I don't know, just like looking at other things. I just feel like film kind of puts help puts everyone in their place. That doesn't sound right, <laughs> but like it kind of does. It does. It in, does. Like, yeah, because everyone's, like, everyone's everyone aware of how their job. This yeah. Is. yeah, yeah, which mm-hmm. like. Filmmaking is really important. Like, oh, yeah. it's it's I don't know. Like, and I and actors are really important. And like, not wearing them out is really important. And I've I mean, you know, like I've done a 
shoot where I did like 20 takes of the same thing and like looking back on that I'm just like what the fuck was I on whereas where I thought this person could like deliver this 20 times like that is so not cool of me to do <laughs> I just per- personally yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like for like super dramatic things mm-hmm. you know like I would rather like work with the actor beforehand yeah. to get to that point than like force them to do this that many times I guess it depends on the film but like that's just how I feel about it. I, I just, yeah, it just adds a weight mm-hmm. that I think is, like, necessary. Mm-hmm. Which is possible with digital as well. I just also just love how the film looks. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, yeah. there's that. <laughs> it's a big part. <laughs> um, so what's what's next for Cream, Cream Magic? Um, finishing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what's next. I'm editing it right now, so soon hopefully like next month we're gonna start scoring it um and coloring and doing all of the things um want to figure out how to like market it i really want to do like airbrushed billboards and like wheat pasting like cream magic skin lightning cream ads and like seeing who answers to them um i think that's fun uh i would love to like after time with you more i really love yeah, like just have like watching it with other people. Um, yeah. Not super into like the festival idea for it. It also just feels really. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not important. You mean like person like, view? No, no, no. Like it feels it, like it feels of this time. Like, oh I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, these yeah. Years. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And every time I do festivals, I have to wait like two years to fucking. No, yeah, I, I, I think it's as, I mean, you don't have to listen to me, but I think it's as, I think you, you got to start playing it as soon as possible. Yeah, like, I, I want yeah. it out. Yeah, I, I, I want it out, like, very soon. Um, but yeah, that's, that's maybe, like, a roadshow type thing mm-hmm. with it. Would love to, like, I mean, I'm still tight with my impersonators. We, like, talk, <laughs> like, every other day, so I'd love to, like, maybe do, like, an endless night of, yeah. like, you know, having them perform and... Yeah, I don't know. Doing the whole, doing the whole thing, having them perform together. Oh my god, performing! Oh, the end of shooting, we like all we put on bridge over troubled water, and I just like sang with my eldest's like all together, and it was like one of the most yeah, dude, it's like incredible. He like gave me his scarf, like I still have it. Like, ah, uh, he like like threw it out to me, and I was like, yes, like. Yeah. It's like I am with Elvis right now, like I mean, in three yeah. different forms. You, those moments where it's like you're on set, and then you, you have to take a step back, and then you're like, "Wow, I'm like yeah, really like in my imagination right now. Like I'm literally living yeah. in my imagination." And somehow there's right like now. twenty other people on set with me that like <laughs> yeah. agreed to be here. That's always what like blows my mind. It's like not me making the film, but like I'm like, how the fuck did I convince these people to like be here? Yeah, and that was like the last scene that we shot. I was like with me and it was just like we were all so tired and like it was such a fever dream all right thanks for listening to the new uh, episode of synchronic cinema um keep an eye out for nikki's new film cream magic on the dancing fireman page i'll try to update as much as i can on that film i'm super stoked to finally be able to announce uh the next film coming out on our label which is point destiny directed by l coates um yeah so just keep an eye out for that i'm finally able to talk about that at least she's letting me announce the title so (laughs) we're making progress and i am going to begin shooting my opus next month so keep an eye out for everything we've got a lot of surprises coming we have a lot of events coming up and just keep an eye out uh we're getting this stuff done Slowly and surely. Alright guys, thanks. See you uh, on the next episode. Goodbye for now.